0: I hobbied.
1: I actually cut down so you wouldn't look bad. Okay. <laughs> hey, don't say
0: that. Worst man. That's
1: the Let's say it publicly. I'm just saying I did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Episode of Hobby Night in Canada, and I'm not Tom. Uh, So today we're down a few people. So with me today is Mike and Dan, and I'm Steve. Uh, So jumping into this week in hobby, uh, it's probably going to be pretty lax for me and you, Dan. I'm guessing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, didn't really do much. Did you clean a couple of mold lines or any anything? Give Uh, Give me something, guys. Come on.
0: I've been working on the the bust that I've been doing of the the Norse. Prince guy, uh, so I did some work on his eyes, a little more shading through some of his hair and that kind of stuff, but nothing crazy. I didn't finish <laughs> a model. It wasn't particularly good. A little bit of commission work, so it's been pretty slow, summer and all that. Did you get anything done, or am I winning right now? Um, I didn't really do anything measurable. I played with the brush for like five minutes just to get the feel for it again. <laughs> it was very slow co- going and frustrating, because it's been a while. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't really want to ruin any of the stuff that I had half started, so... I just kind of put it away and went back to playing video games. Nice. But uh, hey, it's kind uh-huh. of like progress. It, you, were just, you were hobbying, just a different hobby. Yeah, I games. think I'm reasonably done with the graphic design work for maybe another month or two so I can start getting back to other things in my spare time. Nice. Nice. But, uh, and as we will talk about, maybe some of the new uh, new updated specialist games will get you motivated. It's definitely, definitely a possibility. Mike, destroy us.
1: Okay, well, it doesn't look like much, but I got uh, 10 Brutes base-coated. I got 10 Hard Boys base-coated skin done. I got three Gore Grunters base-coated skin done, fur done. I finished the Maw Crusher
0: I was going to say we're doing really well Mike hasn't finished the model yet but then he finished oh, yeah. a massive hero Maw yeah, Crusher it's,
1: that thing's <laughs> actually really huge it's, yeah. it's is it six inch diameter plate that it's on yeah it's massive it's, it's huge
0: yeah, it's basically on a dinner plate and yeah. not only that the the model itself is like sort of I it's bulky. Uh, yeah, it, it's, I was going to say, like almost like squatting, yeah. kind of. Like it has weights. that like, Looney Tunes bulldog thing. it the yeah, dog yeah. going, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. walking on its knuckles. It's it's compact. There's a lot of model there is what I was kind of <laughs> going
1: for, I guess. I had a lot of fun with it. I got to do a little bit of airbrush on it this time because the uh, nice. skin tones on the bottom and everything, which after I did it, I realized you'll never see it.
0: <laughs> but you'll know it's there. But I
1: know it's there, and it looks great. One Trust one of those me. Things where you go on
0: the base, and you're like, "Well, fuck."
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I had to, right? Because uh, I did the base in the uh, the shattered lava kind of oh, yeah. thing. So you, you you have to do it separately. And didn't, didn't even think. I thought, yeah. oh, someone will be here. But no, most of it, good sixty <laughs> percent of what I worked and did, and all the little crusty skin things on the... You, you don't get to see it, but it's there, people, okay?
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, did you get anything else done? Because I, I wanted just to mention you did some airbrush work. That's something you were had as a goal at the beginning of this year, I
1: think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to, and it's slowly coming around, and I'll be honest, the biggest thing that I think that killed me in the beginning was... Not using the right paints oh, yeah. or having the right consistency, <laughs> it clogging up all the time. Yep. And now that that doesn't happen, wow! I'm actually learning some stuff and getting used to yeah, it. Yeah,
0: right? suddenly doesn't stop when you're cleaning the brush the entire yeah. time and painting for yep. thirty seconds.
1: Because Way all better. my stormcast are airbrushed for the silvers yep. and all the the ghost tints. So yeah, it's 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 coming, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm actually coming through on my let's do this in hobby part that I promised to do at the beginning of the year, right? <laughs>
0: Well, it's, it's weird because this is going to make you paint faster, and I don't really know how I feel about that. But
1: that's <laughs> actually pretty scary. That's well, water pressure done in a week and a half. Come on, that's pretty
0: good. That is good for a model that size, for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Without a doubt. So did you finish anything else, or is that the, that was it? <laughs> just like 30 models or something? I lost count.
1: A lot of cleaning on other stuff. Uh, <laughs> we were talking before the episode. We'll just let it go. I did Ward stuff. and we. Oh, I made terrain. the train for uh, God damn it, Ward. I bought some... Uh, of the knights of dice chinatown stuff i got the goad i got the little ramen i got the gate which actually is really cool yep and the little patio to go for a restaurant and some chairs and tables
0: and we are going to have good times playing infinity over that stuff oh yeah
1: see this is why i liked it because it's going to be actually good for three systems if i want it to be it's good for Malifo. yep it's good for oh, yeah. Infinity ten Thunders, right? It's good for Infinity, totally. Ten thunders. And it'll work for any kind of Batman or Marvel if I try that as well.
0: Oh yeah, okay, it makes sense. Cool.
1: So we have three systems. Not All bad. right.
0: So that that kind of went as expected. I, I'm guessing that Tom got a little bit of stuff done. Ward probably cleaned a few models, and that's where they
1: are. Probably that's a you know, <laughs> filler. Fine. I well, think. I, wait, Ward did build some buildings too because he came. Yeah, open, he's been onto you know, that he, for a while. He's been building a lot, so we'll give him the building. But um, I don't think I can, think remember, I can give he, him anything else. Honestly, did he post on the
0: page yet with his finished building? Because he actually did some work and, and he, finished he finished one. He
1: finished one. I thought he was in the middle. He posted uh, a work in progress one a while back. Oh, I thought like, he finished that one. Oh, yeah, no, no. no, he was okay. still working on it. As far as I understand, I'm it. pretty
0: sure that if he did finish it, he would have bragged about it. Oh yeah, yeah we would have heard. Oh yeah, you would have heard it in this <laughs> right. week. Really yeah, right.
1: yeah. It's it's. Let's go with not. Okay. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, that's this week in hobby.
0: Well, let's move on to what you were going to say. Yeah, I was Shut going up to and visit, take, take my money. money. Mike, what are, what are you uh, shelling out for?
1: I am shelling out for, God damn it, the Red Veil for Infinity because it comes with Yu Jing and the Haglis. Or Is that who? another starter box or something? It's like yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, and you get the two special models, yeah. and that's all. Yeah, there we go. <clears throat>
0: I haven't looked at it enough, but oh, yeah. it's not Nomad, so I kind of didn't care.
1: Yeah, that's all right.
0: <laughs> it's not Mass Effect models, yeah. therefore. Yeah, so The
1: anyways, are pretty hot, though.
0: I, I have that. to admit, I've, I've been looking at, actually, you know the one that I've been looking at more than anything? This is a total tangent right now, but uh, there's less of us, so I feel like I can go off on a tangent. Uh, the Hack-A-Slam. Yeah, that's the in hack-a-slam.
1: there. Is there's it in there? Yeah, that's the weird. other app. Af- I thought it was. With uh, the special, no, no, it's
0: the US Ariadna. It's, it's no, hack-a-slam. no,
1: no, that was the one before. This is
0: hack slam Oh, hack-a-slam. okay, that changes things maybe a little bit. Yeah, they
1: they definitely had some interesting
0: models in the Hackaslam fashion for sure.
1: And it's almost a, a tag is a special model for the Hackaslam.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I I really like the Hackaslam background too, where they're like the enlightened science people, and Pano is like the crazy religious group. It's such yeah. a weird reversal, anyways. Um, yeah, for me, I'm going to continue with my GW fandom, and my shut up and take my money might actually be Karn.
1: Oh I'm really? Yeah. But you don't have any chaos in No, you? I
0: don't. But I've always like when when I started playing forty uh, I had a friend of mine who played a corn army and they were always everyone did. Everyone were, had that friend. They were always super cool. And Karn was such a badass in three point five. And I kinda I kinda just want to pick him up. He looks cool. That's the problem picking
1: up a model just to paint it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, good looking fig. Yep. Uh, that's that's me. That's my shot of taking money. It's an easy one. Ah, uh, for myself Um, It's not new things, it's in fact very old things for me But um, I finally managed to find the um, Old Hammer Trading Company group on Facebook
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So that's one of the communities where they trade all the like Basically ancient old Citadel oh, yeah, uh, metal yeah, 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 yeah. for the most part So there have been a lot of guys up there Where it seems like every day somebody is unloading a bunch of like Late 80s, early 90s uh, metal dwarves Oh. So some of the really cool characters or command models or various other things that I've always wanted and never come up locally. Really, you're going to go back to your dwarves. So I picked up a couple of those That's just awesome. for just models that I've I've liked. I've seen pictures of forever and I've always kept my eye open for them. And apparently, they sell them on like a daily basis on this uh, one group. Weird. So I picked up a few small orders. Where do there. they get their stuff from? Is it just like most of it is UK based members. Yeah. Oh okay, and so, yeah. so there's all kinds that's of stuff a lot of the a lot of the models on there for the old um, fantasy metal like with some exceptions of like limited edition or other really rare stuff, a lot of the stuff on there's like two pounds, four pounds, five pounds so you're like, ball. oh, some like incredibly hard to get dwarf character model that hasn't been sold in twenty years. oh, it'll cost like ten dollars done <laughs> what Ooh, <hard laughs> that's stuff. That's surprising because I mean, when we were looking at the War Master stuff, which is way newer, way more expensive. very very little specialist game stuff comes up on there. Yeah, it's okay, and the, some of the stuff that does has gone up for like ridiculous prices. So I think specialist games might still be okay hard to come by. But just these dwarves seem to have everyone seems to be weird. selling old dwarves. It's a good system. This is uh, this is cool because this is one of the armies that you've had for ever. Yeah, I've kind of. Dwarf, metal, metal dwarfs. I've come across, I've like, random assortments of them from various other people getting out of the hobby, or I bought some from, like, White Knight, which is one of the, like, borderline, like, pawn shop style yeah. places where you could just get, like, used in secondhand things well, on the you cheap. You finished and, up about 10. How many did you, fi- like, finish out of that army? There's several units worth of the front rank painted. Yeah, but you, you, a lot it's, of the units you didn't finish. How many, like, models did you actually get done? It's probably somewhere in that 10 to 15, plus yeah. a couple war machines or characters. really fucking good. And one of the first ones that I ever painted won a bronze-golden demon, so yeah. my color test figure for the crossbowman unit won a demon, and the other, like, five or six that I painted are to the same level, so yeah, that's, the army will look really good if I ever finish it. That's kind of my point <laughs> where I'm going here. You need to get some Age of Sigmar going on or, or whatever with them. Yeah, because um, you can play Ninth Age, Age of Sigmar, so you get two games if you finish that army. And I just got to put them on hex bases, so and I don't <laughs> like we talked about previously that the way they fit into no systems. Yeah, perfect. it'll be perfect, awesome, Dan. Yeah. Way to way to ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, no, I've I've got several dozen of those models that are already based um, on like the cork and the sand and the snow and stuff, so. Not redoing that. Yeah. No, I hope you don't, because that was the part about those models. I think that was the best, was the the snow bases, because that's really hard to pull off well. Um, and they, well, you'll you'll go crazy paying and, that army. And standing on the cork, they look almost as tall as regular models, so their <laughs> self-esteem goes up a little bit, their leadership goes higher. All right. That's totally how that works, right? Uh, <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. And one of the other things I got off Old Hammer is, it hasn't shipped yet, but um, it's one of the old, like, second-ed card 40K buildings. you get the one that you don't have the... uh, It's not the guard command tower thingy that I like. It was the... uh, It was called actually the Battle Bunker, which is a slightly bigger version, but not quite the same. Yeah. So somebody else, they thought they had the Command Tower, but they had the Battle Bunker, and I'm like, I'll still buy it. But uh, the guy hasn't shipped it yet. Because I think he's... Some crazy story about his wife's... Or whatever. His, like, mother-in-law, like, was apparently going to, like, come to this part of the world, and she's like, oh, she can just, like, bring in her luggage. I'm like, dude, like... That's not how Canada works. (laughs) Like, you can't just, just, yeah, it's a big place. So yeah. I'm like, you might want to just stick that in the mail. Oh, I thought you meant, like, you can't bring in your luggage. It's like, why not? That doesn't make any sense. But she was coming to Canada, which could be anywhere within 8,000 yeah, so kilometers. I think he was suggesting gotcha. that he wouldn't, we wouldn't need to pay the, like, $10 for shipping because she could just bring it in her suitcase. I'm like, no, if she's coming to this big-ass country. She's probably going to, like, Toronto. Uh, yeah, there's a very slim chance she's actually coming to Edmonton, so. That uh, seems very weird and very <laughs> ill-thought-out. Anyways. Even then, me- meeting some, like, random Warhammer player's mom. Well which cool yeah, Well nothing's really changed then since <laughs> when you started playing 40k. <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't know. Anyway, so that that would be a really cool thing to add to the collection again, stuff that like you don't expect to ever see, and then you're just like, holy didn't shit, it's we, available. Didn't we ever talk did we talk about this? I thought there was somebody out there that was printing the card again and 3D printing those bulkheads. Somebody on one of the there are a number of people I think that have done kind of knockoffs of like the Necromunda bulkheads. Oh, okay. Or, or I've seen a few of those done other in plastic card and cast. I think somebody did when a 3D does the print. trademark i p run out on those things It's got to be up oh who like, knows 15 years old who right? knows but um, and I guess one of the other things too is before Warseer went down, I found a thread on there where somebody they they found some of those old card buildings and they scanned like all the frames of the cardboard and then they i guess they had like a hobby laser cutter, mm. so they were laser cutting them into the plastic card, so we may have talked about this, but like. That was something he was doing was converting some of the old cardboard scenery into the laser cut, hmm. um, so that you don't need to have all the bulkhead sprues and stuff to put it together. Mm. But uh, then here went down, so who knows? Yeah, that was a weird day. Anyways, um, all right, moving on. We don't have a first period because we're missing two of our members. So <laughs> let's skip on. Not enough people period. familiar with the topic to proceed. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about it, but we'll save it for another episode. Um, Give you a little hint. It's liquid mask, it's awesome. We'll move on. We'll talk we'll actually review it and do a, a real product review. It's, uh, I like it's something to do it. with like exfoliation and like cleaning up yeah, your pores. It is entirely. Actually, I think it'll we'll probably work <laughs> great for that. It might also stain your face. Uh, the green stuff. But anyway. Some of us that might improve things. You never could, know. Could. You could. You never know. You could dye dye your beard green, Dan. <laughs> That'd be a little weird. I'll hold them down. That's you a spread <laughs> But, uh, all right, so moving on to something that we can actually discuss meaningfully. Yeah, let's talk about Kickstarters. Yes, we haven't had too many uh, status updates on that. And as anybody that hasn't been hiding under a rock knows, uh, you can't go two weeks without some big board game or miniature game or whatever, or terrain company or dice accessory, some crazy crap going on Kickstarter. It is still pulling in hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, for a lot of these projects. And yeah, so totally still worth discussing. There's pros and cons, some pitfalls, and uh, you'd
1: know about that, right, Dad? Oh, just a little bit.
0: So let's first <laughs> of all talk about, um, I guess, what kickstarters have you guys jumped in on? Because I personally have not uh, actually used the the platform, so no. I've gotten in on other people's kickstarters. But uh, never used it myself. So what have you guys purchased through there?
1: Uh, Mike, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Uh, first one, and God, what a mistake. Uh, the Robotech RPG Tactics. We're still waiting for Wave 2. It's been three-plus years since it was supposed to be delivered. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So, that's, that's so this is the, my example of the bad one. It's the only one I have right now that's bad. Oh, wait, no, that's not a lie. I have another one, but I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> but the point is there's no, there's no guarantee. at the end of the tunnel. There's no guarantees. And there's also no guarantees, so there's nothing I can do about it.
0: It's but, like if you're an investor, you buy a stock and the stock yeah, goes down. Absolutely, that's the risk you assume. That is the downfall. I would argue that. Let's talk about that for a second. Some people have talked about it being like kind of like an investment. It's not. No. You don't get a return beyond what you've committed to buy it's, get, it's a better it's a it's better, better analogy price. for a stock than a pre-order because a pre-order is generally an existing product from a company that's established oh yeah you're providing the, you're gonna get it. you're providing the venture capital of kickstarter uh with a kickstarter but you're also your dividends are in plastic is like the difference yeah it's not gonna <laughs> go anywhere like you can't make more yeah. money than you. it's pledge. a one-shot deal and if it doesn't go you get nothing you can't even sell it for pennies on the dollars you just don't get anything which is kind of unless you resort to like legal action, but then at that point in time, you're even at up that more point, money. the I'm pretty sure the terms and conditions are saying like you assume the risk.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much uh,
0: yeah. Like so. there are there are disclaimers. There's there's actually a section on all Kickstarters at the bottom, generally at the bottom. That's how these things go. But yeah. it has like risks risk and challenges. And challenge. So they'll yep. talk about what their timelines are. What some of in a lot of cases they'll talk about you know these are the likely things that could extend the timelines and this is how much they would extend the timelines yep. by or they might whatever it gives that little bit of a disclaimer to remind people this isn't it's not necess- a promise. this isn't money it's in not the a
1: bank legal document it's no. not a
0: gic your government is not backing this promise like if it goes south you just lose your money Yep. so you you had a bad time with robotech which yes, is that's somehow I'm-, I'm not surprised <laughs> that company has almost as fun a legal history as uh, battletech does
1: yeah, so, pretty much. I kind of going
0: so. in and out of existence. Yep. Okay, let's, let's jump let's on just to the positive. That,
1: that <laughs> was the bad one. The second bad one. Okay. Dust Tactics. Uh, really cool. It's kind of a... a wait, altered. Dust has been rather successful. They were. They were. Really? They've Not been bought in They've been bought and sold. Oh, I didn't over. know that. But anyways, long run, we are supposed to be getting our final shipment within the next kind of months. They show pictures of all the boxes they are in customs waiting, and then they got to go to distributing. But it's over a year and a half late as well. And for a lot of the times, a good, let's say, out of the twelve months that we've been waiting and it's been late or whatever, we've got maybe three updates.
0: Oh, so also silence the communications front, which is also
1: plan. Or they said they wouldn't, they're not doing it, so we're not going to do it either. And it's two companies battling heads in this Kickstarter. One was promising to supply, one was promising to distrib- distribute. And they butted heads so much and say, No, you're supposed to pay for that. I'm supposed, you're not, we're not. And it's been all legal battles between them. What a mess. <laughs> Don't buy into this company. Okay, I have more respect <laughs> for Robotech than this company because of all the shenanigans. In Interesting, it. Okay, 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 but let's talk lo- about good ones. Good ones, man. There are, are good, ones. good, good ones. ones. There, there are, good are good ones, okay. Ones. Next one I did was the Roadkill, okay. It is Cars and Guns on the Highway,
0: it's okay. like the old school GW game. Car War. the guy
1: was three weeks late. That's not I'm so bad. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's not <laughs> so bad. That's not so bad. Uh, next one would be uh, the Super Dungeon Explorer Forgotten Realms.
0: Which is a cool mini or not project? Yes. Yep.
1: Okay. Uh, It was late, but everything was delivered, as said, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it was six months late, but you know what? I was kind of coming to expect that after the the last two. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, because this was the this better work, or I'm never doing this Kickstarter shit again. Yep. And then uh, there was the uh, ATCO dice. I don't know if you saw them. They're those metal dice that yep. have the lines. Yep. That was a month and a half late. Once I'm again, I'm okay. a theme. Yes. Okay, and this very is very I'm so. going to get to another part about this. And then there is the uh, the dice. I forget what they're called now, but basically, they're dice. You can change the facing and then you can use them for counters. Uh, yeah, it was the
0: modular dice. Yes, yeah, mod uh, dice thing. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay, so that one that. went through, and that one was a couple months late. All right, and right now I'm. You had waiting. a table, didn't you? No, nope. I uh, did the table somebody else. Oh, uh, wasn't me on the table? Isn't point? that you? Well, I did the
0: Kickstarter for um, Tablescapes through Secret Weapon. Yeah, but yeah. I thought Mike, you I thought you had a drop zone laser, like, oh, oh yes, I laser did laser etched table.
1: But I got oh, okay. This was a bad one again. But I got <laughs> pissed off. I basically emailed them and said, "Give me my money." I've had it with this shit, because uh, I was sort of like, damn, everybody else had received their shit, and I hadn't, because uh, it sounds like they didn't say it, but they're waiting for the income from all their other sales so that they can afford to send it to me.
0: Sounds like Krodos, yeah.
1: Okay. No, no, no. Screw this. Point blank. And politely giving my goddamn money back right now, <laughs> or whatever, and... Bang! Two days later, I had my money in my bank. I'm like, okay, we parted ways, fine. Never buy anything from Games and Gears. Just a shoddy. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. 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 So this is why I'm still Larry, but there's some stuff that it's now getting to the point. It's like, have I heard of you? Are you a trusted company? Who are you venturing with? So what I'm saying is if you're doing a Kickstarter nowadays... Do your research. Do your research first. You've got only yourself to blame, and... The latest one I'm doing is Drop Fleet Commander. Yeah. Okay. That's, That's through Hawk. That's through Hawk. That one I, I will be surprised if it's late. It is late. Is it already? It's already late. But you know <laughs> what? It's okay. I'm all right with late. I thought it was supposed to ship at Christmas. No, no, it's supposed to ship uh, June. End of
0: <sighs> it's God. Christmas in July. Everything's Good. on the sale. The reason
1: I don't feel Good. bad about it is because they've shown all their progress. They've shown their models. They've shown the molds. They've shown the warehouse full and with the boxes open with all the models in it ready and they're waiting for printing. And there's delays. And stuff can happen like this. I'm okay. So there's a lot of people... And you can tell. They're, but they're all they're talking first, about it. Yeah, they're talking about But they're you can tell they're first-time newbies to Kickstarter. It's like, oh, my God, it's late. They're not telling us every two weeks what's happening. It's like, they're giving us an update every month. Every month you get an update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it tells you where they are and what they're missing. And so far it's like, we're waiting for printing. The next one was, we're waiting for printing. But in between them, people are screaming, they're not telling us, they need to give us more information. It's like, these people are waiting for the printers. What? Can they tell you when it's a third party doing the work and the yes. third party is not giving you a correct
0: estimate? Well, I've, in this day and age, I feel like you should be able to do weekly updates at minimum.
1: But in a lot of cases, yeah, lot so of cases boy,
0: there's no information after a yeah, week. But it's that's like, fine. Uh,
1: the, the stuff hasn't come yet.
0: It's just week two. Uh,
1: the stuff hasn't come yet.
0: I still think that that's <laughs> the amount of time it takes to copy and paste the message. This is the
1: funny part. There is equal amounts of people saying we don't want an update if it's just telling (laughs) us there's no update. Fair. Okay. 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 So I'm like, you know, these people just all need to chill. Yeah. (laughs) Just let it come. All right. It's he's shown us all these updates. The only thing he hasn't shown us is the printed material because it isn't there yet. But he's shown us pictures of everything else. Yep. Yeah, okay. That so right. sounds like so,
0: good, trustworthy progress. And yeah, it's an established company. Company,
1: yeah. So this is why I'm okay with this one. But I'm still there right now. Oh, that looks really cool. I'm like, wait, who does it? Have I heard of these people? <laughs> Nobody's heard of them. I touch that. No, no, no. So anyways, that's my Kickstarter experiences. With okay. the number of Kickstarters you've done, I'm surprised that you're that negative. About? About Kickstarter. I'm not negative. I'm just saying... I'm leery to jump onto the first thing that excites me now until I check it out now. So, about
0: is it like 80% completion rate or like 60%? About how many? 60
1: I got 60% completion. <laughs> Two of them never happened. The other ones are all going to happen. So, yeah, it's about 60 complete. Okay. Two are still waiting to happen. And if that happens, I've got 100% type thing.
0: Alright, okay. All right. Dan, how about you? What have you uh kickstarted? Uh, there's been a handful for sure. There's definitely a lot more for me that are in limbo. Because <laughs> I ordered the um tablescapes, um, the big plastic modular, like the Realm of Battle style yeah. tiles that um uh secret weapon miniatures ah. did. And similar to like what Mike was saying, they were showing like with Hawk, they were showing constant updates, they're keeping everybody informed. They did a brilliant job of those customer relations. Things were pretty far behind schedule, but they were open about it, and they, you know, it, it did come, it, it did come, like, really in good shape. It is, as promised, like, it is a very high-quality product. It was just yes. a little bit late, and I think they have learned a few things along the way. So, like, for example, they just did a um, modular dungeon, um, like, resin, like, caverns and mm-hmm. shit like that okay. the last a while. And I would have had no, if I played any game systems that needed that terrain, I would have had no issues re-upping from Secret Weapon. Just because they're a company that I bought from a whole bunch of times. Their quality control is excellent. Yep. People running the company are really good. They and do they a good a job. And they have a
1: record for completing.
0: Yeah, and they, they come through in the end. Yeah. yeah, Like, it was a little bit late. They Things kind of got that, very yeah, big and difficult
1: to control, but they delivered. If you ever do Kickstarter, this is the secret. It's gonna be late.
0: (laughs) Have you ever had one on time? No, no, Um, really, that blows me away. So yeah, there was that. There's
1: that's because as a as a as this is your product, you want it to sound good. You want to say I can do this, and you overstep your bounds.
0: But ultimately, I've never
1: i've never been part
0: of a Kickstarter that hasn't wildly exceeded its uh, production targets or whatever. Like if they're asking for twenty grand, they always get like a quarter million. So it's like okay, this isn't something we can do in three months anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. if it's small scale, like, you can do it in your garage, sure. whatever. But when it gets to that point of we have, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars, we have, like, full-time jobs that we need to quit to do the Kickstarter now, it's just a logistics issue that a lot of people, like, they're not built to get that big that fast. See, that's the thing that's surprising to me because I feel, so, in my professional uh, job I actually have to estimate out large projects like that sort of thing mm-hmm. and I'm surprised that somebody that's going to go for a project that even if it's 20000 if they're looking for it hasn't thought about the contingencies like hasn't actually gone through and uh, said you know here's the possible time overruns like six months for an established company like Hawk yeah. are you kidding me it's not six and
1: months in a lot of cases Hawk well, isn't case six months late. it's
0: uh, June, so it's coming up on end two, of June. So months. July, okay, August. So it's going to be probably that's end not so September. End of months. September. It's three so months. That's still pretty crazy to come in three months behind schedule and something like that. Not, not it's if it's not butter. something you can control. And the problem with it is, in a lot of cases, these people are expanding from a garage business to a getting printed overseas and then shipped business yeah but so it's like hawk and that kind of stuff well there's so many logistics because one of the issues with secret weapon was they had these gigantic shipments of plastic tiles and their box designs became an issue because like the factory that makes the boxes like in singapore or whatever was like apparently underwater when they were supposed to be sure like, and that, that's fair there, there's all kinds of logistics like that where when you're, but when you're how doing things in-house really happen like that's every that's a, single kickstarter that's ever been yeah. made but I because like, so much I of it surprise. is overseas production so much of it is it's
1: third party out of your control so much of it is like so, you're so all broken. it takes is one if you have five steps one person stumbles the whole venture the whole chain goes is down.
0: affected and in a lot sure. of cases there's multiple third parties that are mm-hmm. booked months in advance to fulfill these orders and for international mistake. companies and assuming there's any communication mistakes or any other issues it just everything drags on sure but i mean like again i've come back to people, hawk a lot of these people a lot of these people are doing it for the first time as well i'm going to come back to hawk where they're not really doing it for the first time like they've produced right. game systems Okay i'm going to give you
1: um, they know what's going on Uh, No, that's fine. I'm going to give you an example. This happens to us a lot because we have a lot of third-party things that we have to go through at my mm -hmm, shop. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we'll make the product. It's done. We said it's going to be done in three days and we need an extra week after that. No problem. We got it done in three days. We send it out to get nitrite hardened. It gets there. It sits there for two days because they're overloaded with somebody else. Sure. So that extends the time there. Then after they do that, they have to send it to engineering somebody forgets to send it to engineering for a couple of days oh shit we better send that so then they send it there we're already at the time where it's supposed to be at us
0: yeah and but that's like, that's why you build in contingencies and we do that's why we say yeah, three weeks. exactly okay. so that's what i'm saying no, it shouldn't be that hard for somebody like hawk to go hey we've done this before to
1: produce that's what i thought so we're already at a week and a half two and a half let's say I said three weeks we're already at a two and a half week time run. yeah they get to engineering Takes them a week and a half to do it because they're so far behind. Every time you send it to an additional third party, it can extend the lateness magnitude. It just can't. Trust me, I'm not lying to you about this one. And but so wouldn't many, you, and wouldn't so you many companies
0: want to do- say, "Hey, it's going to take us two years instead of a year to get you it, and then come in early." Yeah, but they yeah.
1: say it's going to take a year
0: so that. But people they try sign to be up.
1: honest because they think fair. Okay, that's a good point. That and <laughs> that's a good point. They might think we've done this before. This is what it took us last time well, this accident didn't happen or this person didn't drop the ball. Yeah, and I think, I
0: think Dan's got the right point here yeah. where that actually makes a lot of sense to me, where if you people say are, it's going to be three years down the road, people are going to go, I don't got time for that yeah who yeah knows? so there's there's the marketing standpoint but there's the also yeah the people are planning around the ideal case scenario not the realistic or worst case scenario yeah, yeah i guess because you got to get the money up front to you and do the projects so who cares and, about the worst case and one of the other things cases you don't do it and one of the things that actually derails a lot of first-time kickstarters less so now but it still does happen it takes in a lot of cases three or four weeks for kickstarter to release the funds So So a lot of the companies, they figure, oh, the Mm -hmm. deadline is Monday, we'll have the money on Tuesday, we can pay our suppliers by Friday. No, you can pay the suppliers next month. So in a lot of cases, they don't get that money for those extra three or four weeks. And if they don't budget for that, they're sitting there without access to the funds for an extra month, which sets the entire project back. And if you get bumped out of the production queue at any of the um, third parties that you booked with, you're fucked.
1: Yep, there you go. (laughs)
0: Because <laughs> a lot of them are on waiting lists to get into those factories. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, but still, I, I'm still going to come back to a company like I can. I can excuse, let's say, Robotech, because okay. I'm surprised they. Can no, no. You gotta even Turn the lights on in the morning. I'm still, still waiting for Robotech for Nintendo 64. We'll yeah, put it in those go. terms.
1: Okay, but just let's but say, Hawk, man, this is Palladium really? Games, dude. Palladium Games has actually been around for a long time. Yeah, it but worked. again,
0: I'm still surprised they can turn the lights <laughs> yeah, on in the morning. Yeah. But what I'm saying is... Hawk does stuff well, and they produce stuff. And everything and done
1: except it, and the printing has been done and within one month late. So by printing, do you mean the book printing? The, they said printed articles. It could be maps. It could be boxes. the rule book. In yeah. okay. the boxes. That's what yeah. they're missing. So even Everything like else that, is done. I'll give them printing, but uh, three months, <laughs> man? It's not three months yet. It's been only two months late right now. So yeah, by... Getting it by the end. And by the way, it said they would start shipping at the end of June. Like that's the thing that gets me.
0: Is with with uh, with. I guess in my my industry, you miss your shipment ship date. Things are like trouble. Like it's (laughs) it's a bad time.
1: Right. Like really really bad. The printer's already been paid. What are they gonna do? I guess it's our money back. Yeah, I guess it's let's send back the whole project six months because we have to go to find a new printer. What can you do? You can't. You can't kill it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I guess. I guess the uh, hawk side of things isn't that far off for the timelines. No, yeah. relative to everyone else, they're doing fine. If everything came in, you know, <laughs> a month late or whatever, okay.
1: Yeah, but uh, this is this is my other thing. Even cool mini or not, it's usually late. See, that's 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 the, the thing. And that this is they've done how many kickstarters now? Yep. Is,
0: the gaming industry, whether it's video games or tabletop mm-hmm. gaming, gamers are not a. a, a reasonable bunch (laughs) like if if, we have opinions and a platform that's a problem (laughs) when we pushed mass effect back i thought people were gonna die because it got pushed back and that was announced like we haven't taken anybody's money yet like it's not kickstarter it's just we're gonna do this game Uh, we need an extra three months i like the world was going to end (laughs) forums had to be shut down (laughs) like it was (laughs) hatred and vitriol i'm surprised that kickstarter doesn't get that way oh it does it, like people don't it storm does, the gates of you these don't companies. See it A lot of
1: people, just, the people who know better just don't look at the comment section. Yeah, that's the that's the <laughs> other key. If you don't want your blood to boil, don't read the comment section because I did it for Dusk and for the World of <laughs> Tech and I'm like, I just want to kill people. Can I just kill people? So speaking of <laughs> killing,
0: to, killing people, how's your uh, AVP Kickstarter? I'm I'm pretty thrilled about life. I finally got an email from Prodos. <laughs> uh-huh. It took... I don't even know how long, but I got an email and that is obviously step 1 in the process. So most of the shit that I paid for, like 400 and some pounds worth, god knows how long ago. Apparently most of it will go into a box at some point in the near future. <laughs> but but it, it took me this long to get an email back and I again had to they have a customer service rep, uh, Agatha and she's like the only hope you have of getting your stuff. Like if you can get a hold of her on Facebook or email, She'll generally get your stuff moving in the right direction. She's like the only glimmer of hope in their random chaotic company. <laughs> but uh like uh, but Chris and Mark and some other folks in Edmonton have gotten theirs. So like Chris actually just got his. I don't understand. But it's been forever. So yeah, yeah but I, are I got you an actually email. gonna
1: get all your
0: rewards? The everything there's a couple of things that um, don't have the full approvals to proceed. Like, I don't think they've done the 100% official approved resin scenery yet, but virtually all the models, uh, there's like one or two exceptions, have been approved. They're in production. They're shipping. So in a lot of cases, these models, like they finished the product, but they didn't have the license or approval to start shipping it yet. So in a lot of cases, there were boxes full of miniatures that they just couldn't send anywhere. That's another one that doesn't make any sense to me. So the other, uh, I've seen AVP box games for sale that's yep. Some of the cons I've been at. some of the stores in Edmonton I've been. Yep, at. because they they posted at one point after they actually asked Kickstarter to take their own Kickstarter page down because it was just again full of just random hatred and people freaking out in the comments. But one of the issues there was uh, oh shit now I'm losing my train of thought. But um, so yeah, yeah, so they they actually posted an explanation where they were saying look we have two options. Yeah, we can run another Kickstarter and take for a different project entirely and take that money to fill avp what or you motherfuckers can wait for us to sell other products make a little bit of money so that we cannot go bankrupt and just ship these out as we can get them done but they actually were saying like we can either pyramid scheme this and do another kickstarter to like fund the money back to avp or you guys can just wait god knows how long that's for the rest of the money's uh, revenue stream from the other side of the company does that seem kind of fraud ish Seems like they were, yeah, it was, like, full-on, like, period. But remember, scheme. like, that's versus they didn't do
1: rewards. It. But they didn't
0: actually do it. They were just saying... We could commit If fraud. we were even worse people, this is what we would do. So count your blessings that we're not that shitty. I... But... <sighs> see, I have a hard time not being bitter because it, it has been years, and this stuff has been available on their webs, and they've had that promotion, too, where it's like, oh, if you buy X amount of dollars worth of stuff from our web store we will ship your kickstarter pledge to you as part of the same shipment and it's like but i already bought everything i wanted and needed i don't want to spend insane. so yeah this is blowing my mind right now that's this bad that one's it's this one's pretty bad it too. seems like it'll eventually get done but it will take years and there are so many people that have completely burnt out on it so, like, <laughs> the rulebook is on version, like, 2.2, 2, and I haven't got a starter set yet. So a couple months
1: late, one. okay, right? <laughs> yeah, no <kidding>. I
0: mean, <laughs> yeah, they're they're playtesting, I think they're playtesting, like, 2.2 <coughs> 2 or whatever on the PDF right now, where the print copies are, pro- and I think they said they're going to look at something for getting a two version 2 rulebook to the people who pledged God knows how much money back in the day, but who knows if they will. Oh my God. But yeah, that's like, that would be like pre-ordering like fifth edition 40k and getting, getting it when seventh edition comes out. You know what I mean? Like you're well, just yeah. like, what the hell? How have I, I how am I went this far behind the curve? I wouldn't play the game. That's just all there is to it. I'd be so bitter. I'd be like, no, nope, to sorry. be fair, I had no real desire to play the game. I just wanted the miniatures. Yeah. So that worked out well. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess that's the other question is like, if you view this as uh venture capital and you're backing and, and and startup and the your capital doesn't get returned to you until they sell more stuff like that
1: is just mm-hmm. bizarre yeah and it has a side note even though i love robotech i have no desire to play it now because like, i'm so bitter about it i will not buy any more products from these people yeah, same fair. thing with dust tactics totally disillusioned with the whole thing don't want any part or any support of their company ever again. God, I'm surprised. So, so what's what's your favorite Kickstarter? Well, that's actually
0: been good. There's probably like half a dozen did, other ones. Did BattleTech come in on time? The when video you game? got your capes.
1: We don't, well, don't, the, don't know. They the the physical
0: rewards, yeah, they were supposed to ship this summer. They started shipping more or less on time. Mm-hmm. Everyone got their stuff. The okay. video game itself won't be ready till next year. But um schemes, they have a great track record through. Shadowrun and some of these other games, like yeah. they're on time. They're okay. the features arrive. They might not be day one, but they will patch them in. If you don't have to produce physical goods, like a like a video game, is that necessarily better? Is are those do those have better track records? Because it sounds like right now is something to be really well questionable.
1: No, I'm, but the thing is, is I jumped into a lot of stuff before checking it out. Okay, that was my mistake. Yep. This is what I'm Cause, saying. Because Kickstarter was new. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, this is exciting. Oh, my God, that's pretty. I got to have it right now. I don't know. And it's not like it's an online store. That's something that's... Yeah. You got to yes, realize, it's, I guess. It's, it's, and so my my thing is, is is it reputable? How many companies are involved in this Kickstarter because of dust and all the legal battles they have? So if there's more than one now, it's like, I hate dealing with you. There's more
0: you. chances of stuff going wrong. Yeah. The more, it more doubles the problems and
1: everything else And Blah, blah, blah. So
0: my question still stands to you Dan what was your favorite Kickstarter? Which one was actually good that you felt like you got?
1: Because um, there have
0: been cool stuff? There have been ones like that have worked out. Like I have pledged probably for over half a dozen at this point. There were the, the airbrush stencils which they were a little bit late but they came they look really good. I haven't really used them but I actually when I get some models from Alex there's some Battletech compatible tanks that he had commissioned for artwork and So I ordered a bunch of those because they're really cheap, and I'll probably do some of the, um, yeah, the the stencil-based camo. Okay. And just do them up in, like, a very generic, like, urban camo sort of a thing. Cool. Do them kind of quick and dirty just for something to put on the field. So the smaller stuff was was probably the better Kickstarters, like the yeah. crazy big ones. Some of those were fine. Like the ones were, I think that was one where they were asking for a couple thousand pounds and they got like 10,000. So like they got more than they wanted, but they the weren't the like, they're still printing they weren't stencils. orders of magnitude it's just beyond stencils. what they could handle. And printing stencils is a linear time. It takes this amount of time to produce yeah. a stencil. Yep. Therefore, if we have this many, it's just we
1: need normally. to buy this much material yeah so it's not it.
0: that much harder to figure out um so that one was fun i do think the best ones some of the best in terms of just being really straightforward really simple really good quality product were the um, I, d- I still don't know how to pronounce it but the uh the star wars and like the three-foot gaming mats for yeah. with some of mm-hmm. the um actual like um photography based they're not just like an artist's impression of like they were
1: actual stars. Like actual
0: like an amateur astronomer friend of his had these like really high res photos, so they actually turned those into like Eagle Nebula map. Those ones through cool. whatever it was like the D S apostrophe T O N E thing that I don't know how to pronounce. Let's go. g Stone. But yeah, so those ones turned out really good. They were they were cheap. They were on time. Again, printing is really your only side. Of-
1: Uh, I guess
0: industry there the guy wasn't getting it produced internationally or anything he was like yeah there's a print shop across the street I've agreed to get time on their machines for x amount of money they you know got the stuff printed they got it shipped it was reasonably on time the quality was good those turned out actually really well Mm -hmm. very straightforward but um like the green man designs the quality of the work is going to be excellent for the people that have got theirs but it's a slow process they're like light years behind our uh, felt backed templates yeah. And all the other tokens and shit bases. And that was one of those two where they were they were making up additional stretch goals for free as they went because people kept pledging and things got so ridiculously complicated and customizable and convoluted that it took them months to get a pledge manager that wouldn't just crash because it had way too many options and like the coding of it was just getting way out of hand. Good, good. And like, like they had. Perfect. So it, that's what you want. It took it literally. Like I always say, it took literally several times as long to fill out my pledge survey as it did to do my taxes that year. I'm not kidding. All right. That's but, new. So yeah, it was, that's another example of one that the quality is going to be there, but it spir- spiraled wildly out of control. I think he's learned his lesson. If he does another Kickstarter, it's not going to be fully customizable. Everything.
1: The like, another thing you should be leery of is if the Kickstarter is offering. If you buy this simple $250 Kickstarter, we'll give you all the stretch goals, and then the stretch goals are twice as much as the Kickstarter was, you should start to worry at this point because the money doesn't doesn't double, but the production they have to do has –
0: yeah, so they're not really making much extra money, but so they have 10 times as much stuff to make. To do, yes. so, so next question is, uh, what if you're pledging for these things, would you go with a lower pledge, like a basic thing, or would you would you go all out would, for, to get your stuff?
1: Depends. Like I said, this depends. You trust the company, go all out if you really like it. Yep. But you that's, have to like everything. But are you
0: more likely to get your stuff if you go psycho?
1: That's the other thing you have to take in consideration, but you probably will, but... Are you going to get it at the same time everybody else does? And
0: some of that's luck of the draw as well, because some of the companies are like, the people who pledged a bajillion dollars each will get their stuff first. Yes. And some other companies, they'll say, we'll do the really simple, like, base pledges only first, and then we'll move on to the people who have the complex. It's a trust over. This is what I'm saying. It's it's always going to be a bit of a crapshoot, but the main thing is, I'm not really willing to pledge on a lot of stuff unless these people have a track record now. Like... The most recent ones that I've pledged for, they're they're not scheduled to be delivered yet necessarily, so they're not late or anything, but um, there was the Punkapop Apocalyptic, which is like a Spanish, like Mad Max style set of like 28 mil figures. Um, so I pledged on them. They had done Kickstarter previously and some people were, I think one of the person's like reviews for it, they said that I got my shit early, so I'm just pledging on everything that they put up on Kickstarter from now on because that, that never happens. that is surprising so I was like alright they've delivered before and um, I think the when I got the halflings including the chicken riders uh, they had done some they had done some kickstarters before and it was a little bit easier for them too because all the sculpts had already been done it was like the mold making is what you were paying for yeah so be aware of what what you're getting effectively that's all it really comes down to so that one I think was actually supposed to ship earlier this summer but like again they're probably in the like couple weeks couple months late territory not like several years. Well, you're getting
1: mad at that, but we're like, <laughs> hey, that's all right. It's still good?
0: We're I'm not going to lie to you. That sounds like I would probably never use Kickstarter. In a lot of cases, mm-hmm. it does show you which companies are professional and which ones aren't. Yes. Because like, the thing, the thing that I've sort of seen from the Kickstars you guys have done is eventually they just sell the stuff. Like, in a lot of cases, stuff, yeah. there's a lot of exclusives where it's either only available through the pledge or it'll only. be like a multi-part resin piece in the pledge and then we will do like a mono pose Sure, like one piece version of it later, but there's usually some exclusive really content, but real? most of it is available after the fact for just a little bit more. If money. you get suckered into buying just the exclusive stuff, damn. Uh, <laughs> and I totally, I actually was pretty close with the AVP uh, clear resin. Yeah, the clear predators. It was just so much cooler. That's way cooler. Like it's insane. But the clear predators are one of the last ones to get licensor approval. Yeah. So yay! So glad I bought them. <laughs> so that's my that's my point though. Is like yeah. I feel like almost all of the Hawk stuff is probably going to be available for sale, and if not, and you absolutely need it.
1: No, no. This is the thing. They were right up front with you, and they said, this is going to be all for sale, except for all of the battle cruisers if you ordered any, or got any, are Kickstarter-exclusive, period. So what
0: I can bet you there is that will show up on eBay.
1: Yes, at an inflated price.
0: If you really want it, get it on eBay. And the other thing too is a lot of the time the and then you know you're gonna get it bro. a lot of the a lot of the Kickstarter prices as well, um, like they'll say your pledge you'll get whatever cost you 150 bucks you'll get x amount of models. The MSRP when they come out will be like 225. Yeah. So
1: like you're you're kind of getting like the wholesale price in a lot of cases.
0: Right. Yeah. See, and I, the, I still the, but see it's those a little on eBay risk.
1: that you're talking. They do sell them a lot, and yeah. you know what? They use those models to fund. So cover the cost like oh I spent $150 I got these two special models $75 for this one $75 for this one see but that,
0: that I actually don't have a problem with because then I know I'm going to get my model and even if eBay fine. Yeah, and but that's, that, that's the risk they now they got
1: back. their stuff for free pretty much and yeah, that's sure. where a lot of them I don't know if everybody does it but if they're selling those kind of models they're usually making a good chunk of their Kickstarter pledge yeah. back to them yeah, because they don't care about it. But yeah, a, being a collector an extra myself, I can't do that. I have <laughs> to have them.
0: Yeah, see, I can I can totally skip that. That doesn't bother me at nice, but I like what I like, and I will buy it. And I don't really need to collect at all. Uh, speaking of, I like what I like. Let's move on to period three. So I think just to sum up again for the whole Kickstarter thing, really, it's just do your research. Yes. Yep. Look into it. See if the company has a track record. If they've delivered in the past, and they seem like they're legit. Yep. You're probably fine, but be prepared for a delay.
1: Yeah, it. it. it's going to be delayed. <laughs> be prepared.
0: Yep. <laughs> if they say it's going to be within a year, it sounds like give them two.
1: I well, I don't know of that much. I, uh,
0: it honestly sounds, from 50%, YouTube, percent,
1: I think uh, 50%, 50% of the time they're not not a year out. late. No, 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 but that's after a year of production. Or two years of production. You are rationalizing no, no, what I'm the saying failures
0: you have bought into. I'm
1: saying the lateness <laughs> is usually 50% plus on top of whatever they've said. So if they said it's going to be six months, it's probably going to be nine months. Does
0: that seems sure? actually pretty scarily accurate. Yeah,
1: I'm, not, I'm not lying. So ask them. Am I right?
0: That's what I would call a contingency mm-hmm. that they seem to not be able to do. Anyways, <laughs> uh, let's move on. Period three so the white uh, dwarf yeah there's a new white dwarf it's got a uh,
1: makeover
0: it's no longer a pamphlet it's now back to being a proper magazine it has words in it again yeah that's pretty cool um so, Mike, you picked up one cause well, I did, as because as a good sign of things, they sold out instantaneously. I tried
1: and couldn't find a copy. I don't even think you can order it online right now either. I think it's sold out there too. At the store, they were saying you should be able to order it online, mm-hmm. but who knows. Anyways, it's hundred, but just about 150 pages of...
0: Okay. So now I want to say I think one of the reasons it's sold out is cuz it comes with a free miniature.
1: That too. But works. we're not
0: talking about the value of getting a free miniature in the in the No, no, we that whatever.
1: that was a selling gimmick, yes. But you know what? I think they did the right thing because once you get in your hands you realize, "Hey, you know what? This is actually pretty good for so 11.55."
0: I'm going to say right now for 11.55 without the miniature I would pay that for that magazine. Absolutely. It's high quality uh, print. It looks good. The new design and you know what? The, the new design reminds me of the old design.
1: And that's why I'm but really happy.
0: Ironically, with a lot less filler. Where if you actually yeah. flip through a lot of those old Dwight Dwarfs, there were so many ads. Oh, yeah. for, Oh, the mail order trolls. Here's literally catalog pages for bits. Yeah. yeah. Like, so there was so much filler. But that's, that's... You're right, entirely. But that's not what I'm talking about. Because the old GWs where they had chapter approved... All the rules, different uh, scenarios. Tale of Four Gamers. Gamers. Miniature uh, or or mini games that you They're supporting
1: games that are, I guess you would almost say, the current specialists' games that are going.
0: Yeah, they have a box game special on here. And I don't know if they're going to continue this or this was just a, hey, please don't cancel your subscriptions to Light Dwarf. Like, keep going. (laughs) Um, But they've got Space Hulk. The Trail at Cal scenarios, Lost Patrol, uh, Execution Force scenarios, like all the games that were expensive that they did. Uh, or that you
1: could save money if you were going to yeah. buy those miniatures already.
0: I I don't really care that, like, I wish they would support the old specialist games that I like that had a little more flavor, but the fact that they're actually supporting their current crop of games, mm-hmm. and it clearly wasn't just a box set to here's how do you save some money and some card with it kind it's of thing. It's a good sign here it's we're good. building on
1: this this is this is what you can yeah. do now right oh to be fair the old specialist games are kind of being shuffled over to Forgeable now aren't they
0: yeah which is also interesting but that's beside the point Forge is moving into yeah. GW so maybe we will see that in the White Dwarf but the thing that like I said the thing that surprised me the most was the fact that they've got Space Hulk scenarios in here because they haven't sold that for a while yeah that is really surprising and uh, pretty awesome and I, I I really applaud them for that Um Beyond that, they still are doing the uh, new Here's Your New Releases stuff. The, the,
1: oh, yeah, but that's, in yeah, certain. Not, right. you see, they got ad- advertising somewhere. For
0: sure. I mean, they've got, the, the one thing that I kind, I don't know if I like it or I think it's just kind of cheeky, is they now have, I noticed there, Karn is the model of the month. Where he's really a new release, that he's the splash release for the month. But he's the model of the month, and they're talking about his design and that kind of stuff, which is, I think, better than what they used to do where they just showed you how much he cost and a couple of photos. Uh,
1: like okay. Eh, do you know do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sort of, yeah. Like they
0: got him background on him and eh.
1: pictures of something to wet your whistle a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's it's not quite as overt as just here's our models, buy them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's some textual sense? buy them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still pretty bad, but hey, whatever. Um They've got, uh, they've got some design uh, thoughts on the Death Watch things, which is what they used to do. So they talk to designers, that kind of thing, which is, which is cool. Um, and they're now doing, uh, or I don't know if they've stopped doing that, but they've rolled in Warhammer Vision. So they've got Army of the Month, and I think this is from uh, just basically fans. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, a fan, it's a fan-based army. Yes. Yeah,
0: And, and there's actually
1: fan-based pictures of Minutes uh, at the back of the magazine as well.
0: Really? Yeah. Yep. So the some of the gamers, especially the UK based one. ones, like they Dave will, Taylor's
1: in there is that's the Dave Taylor. I'm not Dave surprised. Taylor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh in the bunker. Yeah, yeah. But um done. like mm-hmm. some of the folks that have easy access to Warhammer World, yeah. like some of those collectors will be they'll get that invite from Games Workshop, Hey, do you still have this army? Can yeah, you bring yeah. it down? We'll set it up on one of the like crazy fancy tables with all the like gorgeous scenery, take yeah. some studio quality photos of it. I know was it Garfi from, um, I think it's Garfi from Tale of Painters. Yeah. He is,
1: okay.
0: his review of the white dwarf, he actually compared it to all these previous issues of white dwarf and he just magically happened to grab all the white dwarf issues that he had his armies featured in. Oh. That's awesome. So it was quite funny. Every time he reviewed the old format, he would like flip across one of his own army features. That's hilarious. It was pretty hilarious. But so um, this, this army of the month, I actually have to say they did a pretty good feature on it. It's like what? Five pages it's a real yeah. tan army it's oh it's no no you
1: missed it it's fold out too eh
0: yeah I saw that oh okay um, yeah. but it's, uh, it's yeah five pages without with the fold out it'd be what I don't know ten something ridiculous um, it's, it's actually really well done I'm I'm pretty pretty happy with that I think that's good to see and then yeah you've got your new scenarios for uh, Space Hulk um, it's the exact same uh, sort of scenario as the, the book so it looks the same it feels yeah. Same. Um, I'm into it. I'm really, really happy with it. How about you guys?
1: Oh, if I can understand, I'm actually really, really happy because I was so upset and I stopped. Once they split it and had visions and this, it was like. Did anybody here buy Warhammer
0: Visions? I never once bought that. No.
1: Okay, so all of us here
0: are pretty hardcore painters. Yeah. And it was supposed to be the painters, sort of like more fancy pictures and cool stuff. And not a single one of us bought it. No. But it was like. There was nothing new. It was. It wasn't new armies. It wasn't. I don't know. There was. There wasn't a lot of painting guides yeah. because they didn't want to have words that they would have to translate into all the different languages. So, yeah. and the thing about it is, it felt like just a well-presented Google image search.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll give like, you that.
0: If you want an image or inspiration on uh, a wraith knight, let's say. Yeah. just google wraith night or go to even still cool mini or not and just go ratings descending yeah or or like have a good like you know tumblr feed or something yeah. like there were yeah. plenty of other services that could do it that wouldn't cost you 12 dollars a month yeah tumblr will look better instagram even uh <laughs> instagram has some cool stuff heavier metal on facebook yeah there's just uh, a lot of good communities out there and there was nothing in visions that was worth its price tag remotely um this however I like I said it feels like a return to the old stuff like they And I think in a lot of ways it's combining the best elements of the different eras of White Dwarf potentially all into one format. Yeah. So it's not just that they're you know do they're going back to one old system and flaws included. It actually seems like they're finally putting the pieces together into like a new style product that hopefully, stays this good for more than just a few issues. Okay, so I have a bunch of old white dwarfs here, and I just wanted to see, this one was 100 pages?
1: This is 149
0: pages is what it is. So they basically, yeah, so we're looking here, there's a catalog you're talking about, Dan and the old one. This is, yeah, they're available to order. Directory of stores. Yeah, like six pages listing all the locations of the stores. Uh, And it's it's 120 pages, give or take, yeah, 120 pages. So you're getting 30% more it's a better quality paper it's uh, it it's bigger
1: like a, too right it looks it's like actually a, uh, about an inch longer oh, yeah yeah
0: so it's a little bit uh, the format's a little different uh the covers are way better like it's got that heavy uh, gauge paper so i mean it's actually something this kind of looks like crap yeah i mean it is old and i, I it's, it's nostalgic mm-hmm. but this is something that you could actually maybe have up on a coffee table upstairs and not have your significant other make you put it downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you know what I mean? Yep, yep. Man, you not
0: quite a coffee table book, but, you know I mean, there is like a screaming cornate dude on the front, which is a little weird. Um, may not be everybody's thing, but it's still, it's presented better. And you still got all your content. I do have to say, their, their graphic design game seems a little bit better. Like, their layouts and their font choices. Some of the old features in White Dwarf looked dangerously close to Comic Sans. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it looked a little homebrew before so they've they've definitely upped their design game which was not great like it's a lot more consistent formatting throughout the book which i think goes a long way like it just gives a more unified professional feel yep for sure for sure um so i'm just looking here at the execution for stuff and it looks like they've given all the new demon types in here that's pretty cool
1: yeah, so, so like they don't have
0: just the cultists anymore. Like the Death Watch Overkill, for example, they so they're actually rules, adding more stuff. They have rules for the new models that just yeah. came out, like the guys with the sword, oh, storm shields really? and stuff That's like what that. That was cool. so the new kits that just came out. Yeah, so the, some of the new oh, Deathwatch kits have that. rules in uh, Deathwatch Overkill. Like they, oh yeah, totally. They're adding like tie-ins to the new products to use them in the board games and vice versa. Like it's
1: yeah, and crossovers because there's That's the uh, the white dwarf rules for, for Silver Tower. Yeah, for Silver Tower so and Rondal. Yeah
0: that's awesome considering I have about eight old uh, white dwarf miniatures I don't know which one I would use because I'm certainly not buying the repacked plastic one it's the guy that came out like two or three years ago now has a round base and now he's the white dwarf instead of a generic troll slayer Although the new Gromberdral looks pretty sweet, but it's just, I'm not going to lie to you. It's just frustrating because that's not the way. That's just a troll sure. slayer. That is nameless troll slayer. That's still pretty awesome. Oh, and they've added in uh, Death from the Skies for the new Corvus
1: Blackstar. Oh, yeah, no, everything so that they have out, they added something. They're supporting it. the forty k side of things, which is pretty cool. Horse I think they fantasy. added potentially
0: some extra weapon options for the oh g- the Titan game. They're actually throwing Golden Demon painting back in here, like yep. talking yep. about yep. the new winners. Happy. Yep. So again, nah, like it's, it's pretty, pretty much. Also, that is just as a side note, an absolutely beautiful. Holy, those Ultramarines Terminators! I'm blown away by that. <laughs> Anyways, it's good radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is perfect for the visual uh, format that we have going the on. Visual, here. Yeah, no, honestly, but, um, I'm gonna say right. Now, I wasn't that excited when uh, excited when Ward. No, when Ward said we were gonna review the new White Dwarf, I thought.
1: I was I really excited, but I actually told them. I said, "Ward, we should really do this."
0: I, I saw a little bit of the content online. They were like, "Oh, you know, new box games." The online community isn't like if it's not forty k, they're hard to don't impress. Really, yeah. don't really get excited about it. Um, but with the way that they're specialist games, we'll I'll call them specialist games. So they're not really specialist games anymore. Mm. The way they've been coming out and the quality of the actual game mechanics, like we love Silver Tower. We played a bunch of that. Um, I've played Execution Force. I've played Space Hulk. Like they have good games designers. The fact that it's reporting those games is awesome. Yeah, really, really cool. And just yeah, adding new content, new characters, new fact or new maps or whatever, new missions to some of those older games. It's there a good was, way to give them a little bit extra legs because uh, you I, might conceivably get tired of yeah. Death Watch overkill after a while.
1: And, and I'll, I'll be honest, weird. I'm excited because they're starting to show. Not the professional studio painters, maybe, but other people who play the game. Which is what they used to do. And because, yeah. you know what? My my crowning moment was when I got in a white dwarf, and then I got in it again. I'm really excited. And I made it into the catalog, and oh my god, that was it. You know, it couldn't get any better. Did you see this? This is this is the coolest thing yet in the Oh, retro, scene. yeah.
0: The temporal distortion, like old, like fifth ed feature stuff. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they go back to the oh this is so badass they, they definitely fire up the way back machine yeah oh they have the old I guess still current Armon is that the current Armon it might be I don't know I haven't seen him the in second time. ed uh, metal one the yeah metal he one. may that plastic one may or may not be him the plastic zine sorcerer for 40k I can't remember who the, which that one is yeah, okay. it might but. be Ariman it might just be some generic 30k thousand sun oh man Okay, <laughs> the radio. I am I am so excited about this because I'm looking at this right now. They actually go back to Second Ed Space Marine Predator Annihilator when it came out, like the the one with the metal add-on. And remember when they they had like the <laughs> they had the warrior cards, and because it was also available for Chaos Legions, they had the Chaos Warrior cards in the White Dwarf. Like, that's how they gave you your rules. <laughs> that is so awesome. You pray to God you don't miss an issue. Yeah, like, you don't have your data Well, card you yet. couldn't
1: then. Yeah, it really was. It's like, oh, God, I don't, I yeah, don't no have any really. <laughs> Boom. You know done. Uh,
0: and I like the fact, you know, you get your you get your model. We talked about that, you, you know, you, the you pre-model is not that, that important here. Yeah. But in the temporal distort, they were talking about if you had White Dwarf 202, you got to choose either two Bretonians or two Skinks. <laughs> 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 Admittedly, the model quality has come up from the mono pose. Yeah, archer, the fifth-ed starter set models, fifth-ed starter set models are not the best. Pretty horrific, but yeah, I mean, you've got a bunch of background. This is something that you could actually give to somebody like that's starting out in the hobby, and they could get excited about the hobby. Like, there's enough in here that isn't just for old guys. There's also new, new stuff in here.
1: Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Alright, so I think we can do a rating. Um, I'm going to give it a five. Because really, what we were coming from, it's pretty hard not to give this a five. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So that's me.
1: I'm actually going to give it a five, too, because it's what we all wanted when we complain what they did with the old stuff and yep they got rid of all of this it's like that's bullshit and they didn't do this and i hate that and like, what where's this how come Dude, they don't do this went to 20
0: pages at one point yeah and Are it's
1: like kidding? but honestly this is all i remember and a little bit better so yes i'm gonna give it a five
0: yep no more comic sans i'm in five that's all you care about <laughs> 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 it's, right. a, it's a lot prettier and more professional looking but yeah it's really it's everybody's wish list where People would say, "I wish White Dwarf would go back and do this old thing." And it seems like every fucking thing that people used to say they wanted is in that book. Yes. So, kind of hard to hold it against them. Yep. All right, they could have given it away with like. A Holy shit! Do you realize this is the
1: first time that we all agreed? Well, in we don't one have pocket. to. Our, shh, shh. Yeah. Okay. The first time we all agreed <laughs> in one sitting at the same rating.
0: Yeah, I think that might be the case. There's probably some listener out there that's going to be like, well, actually, in <laughs> October of 2014 or something. No, nobody listens to <laughs> us that much. But yeah. uh, <laughs> well, if there is somebody out there, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is awesome. I'm in. So I might actually pick up a subscription, which is surprising because I haven't had a subscription since yeah. I worked
1: at I actually CW. thought about it, too.
0: Yeah, I guess they did have, like, an early adopter subscription rate earlier in the summer, but I think that's over. I, yeah, I would not... But if, still. When they set, announced that, there was zero chance. I had approximately
1: 10 Zero respect, because you thought it's just a slight variation of the bullshit they had said It's going to be more bullshit. It's and bullshit that's, that's honestly, that, that, let's be honest, that's what we were thinking. So I'm like, I'm going to wait and see and buy the first one. That was my... The only time I bought a White Dwarf in the last
0: about 10 years was for the Harlequin rules when they came out only via White Dwarf the in that only, release. Yeah. The only week early, weekly release White Dwarfs I ever bought were for that same reason. It was like, I'm buying the models. I want the rules for them. Yeah, and then like to wait a month. And then a week later, they go up for free PDF, and I'm like, fuck! <laughs> Which ones went up for free PDF? Uh, Death Watch Overkill and the um, Silver Tower oh. Age of Sigmar rules. They all went up on the website like a week after the White Dwarf came out. So it's like, really? The only reason I bought this White Dwarf Weekly magazine and the rules went up for free for download afterwards. See, I don't feel so bad now because the Harlequin ones didn't go up for free, they just came up with a codex. Yeah, not all of them. So I bought a codex after buying all the White Dwarfs. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, not all of them went up for free, only the ones that I bought. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Good stuff. I've got all the luck. Basically, if you don't want a project to go completely tits up, don't convince me to buy it. Okay. Because AVP or those issues of White Dwarf, whatever. I will curse it. All right, so I guess we should move on and wrap this episode up.
1: You can you have it in front of you?
0: Yeah. What are we talking about? We've, We've got, upcoming, got events. upcoming events. This is usually the ward uh, portion of things. Uh, so nobody's paying attention. Yeah. So I do have I the I do have the list in front of me too. No. Oh, okay. So um, so I guess this weekend it'll be probably time travel required. If you're hearing this, you've already missed it. Yep. But um, the Attack X event is going on in Camloops this week. So we'll see if we uh, hear from any of our group or community that go to that. Yep. But, um, it is three days. Yeah, the ninth, 10th, and 11th of September. So, sounds good. Lots of systems going on there. September 17th, there's an Edmonton Brawler 40k doubles plus other systems. So, $20 per player or 35 per team if you're doing the doubles. I'm thinking about playing doubles because 40k doubles is one of the funnest uh, systems out there. It definitely can be. Yeah. Um, so, after that, literally the next day, September 18th, there's a competitive X-Wing tournament series at Avalon night Isn't that closed um that store i think has reopened in a new location so oh, i haven't been there so i'm assuming okay. this information is up to date okay okay but uh, it says contact travis at uh trav Hines at gmail.com to get one of the 12 spots the edmonton x-wing group might also be a really good place to check out for that yep um so yeah that is september 18th avalon nights ten dollars moving on we've got uh, october 1st Hall Hammer, it says Bright Bank Community Hall, south of Stony Plain. Ninth Age Fantasy Event, 2,500 points for 30 bucks. Hmm. So I'm not too familiar with that one, but uh, again, October 1st sounds like a good one. Mm-hmm. October 8th, there's another Edmonton Brawler, uh, 40k with other systems, following their fairly standard format, as yep. far as I know. October 22nd and 23rd, there's Game A Lot uh, in St. Albert, which I think we've talked about previously. Also October 22nd and 23rd, Onslaught, which Ward is going to be running at the uh, Kingsway Ramada Which Hotel. we've plugged shamelessly rec- recently. Yeah, so <laughs> come show it. Even if you're not playing in the tournament systems, we do recommend it. It'll be a good time, but come out, socialize, have a drink with us the evening yep. in between. Should be a great community the whole event. The Hobby Night crew will be there, so we can, uh, we can chat about not just...
1: Hobbying which would be cool.
0: And again, if you do happen to want some of those. Or if you want to
1: talk about hobbying, just come talk to me.
0: Yeah. yeah, just go talk to Mike. If you want to come buy the dice and t shirts and stuff, you can talk to me. What am but, I there uh, for then? Uh, <laughs> <my handy>. uh <laughs> Booth Babe. Steve yeah.
1: Steve the Booth Babe. <laughs> we'll get a shirt <laughs> and everything. Oh, well, this is the worst. <laughs> um don't take, But Duck take. take <laughs> can we just second like, real
0: quick? What what are you guys playing in in
1: AOS and drop some? You, what are you playing, Dan?
0: Uh, probably just X-Wing. I'll probably get my T's kicked in because I haven't played in a while. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to play 40 again. I think I'm going I'm, I'm to I'm play I'm Really, I'm really feeling Meldar again.
1: Nice. Well, oh, no, you're you yeah. your older. Old Reliable. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love Oh <laughs> well, We understand. They're so fun. Don't
1: it lie is. about it. Just play. Just <laughs> go with it. Just go with it, Steve. But
0: yeah, so D. D.
1: moving on into
0: November, on the 5th and 6th of November in Calgary at Imaginary Wars, there's the uh, Banshee painting class. I know Tom is going to, I I think think Ward. Tom and Ward, I believe, are going to that, and uh, I'm not sure if there's still spots available for that. I think it's sold out. But uh, who knows? There's a chance, I don't know if they've collected the full amount or just the Ah. deposits. Mm -hmm. There might be a waiting list, you never know, doesn't hurt to ask. Point if you can get into that one, uh, and you're interested in in your painting game, try. So the Alberta Miniature Painting Society of Alberta is where you want to go for more information on that. Tom's not here to say AMPSA, so we'll only say it once. That's a, yeah. <laughs> <No worries. laughs> He's so proud of that acronym. Uh, November nineteenth, uh, Team OP is doing a ninth age. Captain's tournament at Sentry Box in Calgary. Not sure what so Captain's another, tournament is. But. It's another team event. Twenty dollars uh, at the door. I'm not sure exactly what that format is myself, but hey, Ninth Age Warhammer Fantasy can't argue with that. Yep. Uh, December third, there's another Edmonton Brawler, 40k and other systems. And January 21st, you guessed it. A brawler. Yeah, but there is quite a big uh, break between December third and twenty first. So if you want to get a some tournament in before the holiday season, December third is a good one for forty yeah. k. Because you'll have that lovely six to eight week period yep. of uh, being socially obligated to be with your friends and family and not rolling dice with a bunch of nerds. Yeah, that's upsetting. Um, I hate <laughs> it. Worst time of year. But. Uh. Uh, it is. It is important to note that uh, anybody that's big on the 40k looking to go to uh, Las Vegas Open, those are really your two sort of 40k. Yeah, they follow the ITC formats, yeah. and um, they do. They are totally willing to take um, recommendations for alternate tournament formats people want to try out. Yeah, especially for some of the smaller game systems, like if people want to do. Whatever, some of those like Malifaux, like little henchmen battle oh. events, or whatever. Some of those oddball systems—they're yeah. willing to entertain mm-hmm. those ideas as well, just to try something new and exciting, <laughs> and maybe get a different group of people out. Yep. So, um, if you want to suggest any of that on their Facebook page for the, those are Great White North Gaming group yes, puts those work. on. Yeah. So, by all means, look them up. Put get in contact with some of those guys, like Dave and Jeff, and some of the other uh, friends of the podcast, yeah. and. Yeah, let them know what you uh, want to do, want to try out, and who knows, they might put on that event for you. You bet. So um, anyway, that's it for upcoming events. And that's it for the episode. So as always, I'm Steve. Mike. I'm Dan. Paint your fucking models. There you go, Tom. It's You're welcome. <laughs> it sounds a little bit more credible coming from Mike.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I can do it. Why didn't we think of this sooner? Yeah, It's
0: <laughs> a good point when Tom says it. It's kind of a do as I say, not as I do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that Yeah!